Hello and welcome back to the PSC in Conversation. The PSC is a specialist consultancy dedicated to making public services brilliant. So if you share our passion, this is the podcast for you. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts if you'd like to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the big issues affecting the public sector right now. Today, I am super pleased to introduce Mark Buckley, my latest new colleague on the digital team who brings vast knowledge and technical expertise as a product manager from the Government Digital Service. In his nearly five years at the Government Digital Service, Mark has worked to develop Gov.uk PaaS, which stands for Platform as a Service. This is a secure cloud hosting and software development platform for all government needs. From fairly small beginnings, it is now running more than 3,000 applications and services for the public sector and processes around 130 million requests a day. Such an achievement. Really looking forward to hearing more about it. Mark, welcome. Hello, Katie. Um, Thank you for coming to work at the PSC and being my friend in the digital business unit. Um, Very excited to be interviewing you today about life in digital. How would you describe what a product manager does? Uh, Thanks, Katie. Um, Yeah, it's nice to be here at the PSC. Um, And uh, yeah, first question, um, what does a product manager do? Well, hopefully it's somewhat self-explanatory um, in that you manage products as opposed to people or um, you know the slight nuance um, is different from a project manager um, in the it's more it's an agile um, development role um, so rather than a timeline where you're trying to deliver a project on time on budget of course that's it that's important but you're using different sort of skills and methodologies to deliver a product that works for um, a user as well as the business and uh, that's called the sort of product viability so ultimately you're essentially you're trying to create um, a a usable product for users and uh, whoever whoever needs to use it Okay, um, nice. So I can tell by your comprehensive answer that you've been a digital specialist for some time, Mark. So I have here that you've been a specialist for 10 years and and in the public sector for five. So how did you get into the product manager career path? Um, So I think part of being a product manager is quite a generalist role as well, um, which uh, suits general sort of management um, capabilities. Uh, Your um, especially in sort of the digital sp- space, you're working on the interplay between um, users and design and technology. Um, so any kind of uh, background um, can lead to that if you've had a sort of more generalist kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of my route to product, um, I did a psychology degree at university and much like everyone who finishes university with uh, not an obvious career path, you go into marketing. Um, so uh, I, desi- uh, I joined a design agency um, and through that was working with um, some of their digital people. So even though I was a generalist marketing assistant, um, I was doing some digital projects um, uh, a few years later, uh, um, one of those um, digital specialists, uh, Joe McLuhan, um, asked me if I'd be interested in another digital gig at um, as a digital consultant um, at a design agency um, on their digital team. So I did that um, and learned a lot of uh, good skills um, in terms of consultancy. 
Um, and eventually, after sort of three or four years working in corporate communications and digital, I went to government digital service. So um, went into uh, yeah GDS as it's known um, to be a digital specialist there. And although I was working more in, on sort of consultancy side and stakeholder kind of engagement side, I then transitioned um, firmly into product management. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's sort of my last gig before I came here. Cool. And what um, what made you decide to make the leap into the public sector? And is that something that you that is still important to you, working in public services? Uh, yeah, it is. So one of the... Uh, one of the things working um, for in corporate communications, we did a lot of work with um, FTSE companies um, and things and things like that. So there were some industries and things that I suppose you weren't as keen on um, from a kind of reputation point of view and also sort of you know impact on the planet mm-hmm. point of view. Um, and uh, work and one of the one of the things I worked on at that agency though was. Um, uh, with the European Commission, um, and it felt uh, all of a sudden sort of like some of the work you were doing had a real purpose from a from a societal point of view, um, and that uh, became increasingly important to me. Um, and yeah, so I wanted to go and work in the public sector and hopefully improve services for um, citizens and the individual. Um, uh, it helps you sleep at night, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so there's that kind of work purpose ticked off um, and don't have to kind of worry about that. And yeah, still very important to me to hopefully improve um, on things and at, at the very least not, not make anything worse. Yeah, nice. I hear that 100%. Um, so at the Government Digital Service, GDS, um, I know that you work to develop the Gov.uk platform as a service, uh, PAS. What does it do? And can you talk us through why it's so important? Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I was product manager on Gov.uk PAS for um, a couple of years. Um, Gov.uk platform as a service is a cloud hosting uh, platform. It's in the name um, which helps public sector um, uh, services and teams to develop uh, applications that can run on cloud native um, hosting environments. So the infrastructure in in PaaS in Gov.uk PaaS is um, consistent, which means that service teams that might not have uh, web ops capabilities uh, don't have to kind of worry about that, and they can run their applications and scale them throughout the lifetime of the service. Mm-hmm. Um, and the team at gov.uk PaaS do all the kind of patching and scaling and monitoring and maintaining the underlying platform. Um, it's really important. Uh, I mean, we're, only, we're, not, we're not talking uh, a super long time ago, sort of um, five, six years, that especially in public sector and um, government who are you know typically and understandably risk-averse uh, were notably terrified about moving services into the cloud and perceived kind of security risks and things like that. Um, So having an assured um, platform that uh, people know is secure allows people to make that transition from um, hosting things on-premises and in large data centers that they think are kind of um, safe because they're in their own basement um, into uh, 
like shared resources and that can be more efficiently run um, and ultimately uh, save the taxpayer money um, and as well as being sort of on modern technology and up to date and not have the impact that legacy technology brings. So mm. moving into that world um, for government and public services is um, essential uh and yeah, it was good that something centralized like GDS was able to produce a common uh, platform that could be used by all the public sector. Cool, cool. Um, so this is potentially a bit of a leading question, but how important do you think technology is to the future of government? Um, so I think it's more inevitable um, rather than just important. Mm-hmm. Um, we're already in uh, a long way into the kind of digital transformation um, world that um, is, is is talked about. So, and as people kind of rely more and more on digital services and, um, and that kind of thing, uh, it's, yeah, it's an inevitability rather than, um, than a necessity. Um, it will become increasingly important as well, especially as, um, I suppose, offline processes and things uh, are kind of retired um, and not as efficient um, that uh, it all kind of, yeah, moves online. People expect it now, um, whether that's on your, you know, banking or uh, or registering for or you know, applying for a passport. It mm. all needs to happen needs to happen online yeah okay um and i guess the flip side to that is um are there any limitations to the role that tech can play in supporting public services or areas where we shouldn't try to rely on tech too much the issues i've kind of perceived from my time in working in public sector and and in government um and you know just from being a human um the uh like uses digital services is the the technology um um and communications moves so much faster than any kind of legislation or regulation um can keep up with mm-hmm. um so there's still uh, i'd say a pretty big um uh, gap between policy and delivery um, especially when it comes to um, digital and technology um you still need uh, technical and digital specialists um, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's increasingly important that the sort of policy arms of services and um, legislation works in collaboration with digital delivery um, uh, in order to support and improve public services. Mm-hmm. Um, the I suppose one of the main limitations I've seen uh, as well is um, in terms of data sharing, in terms of personal data sharing, even between government departments, um, even though they're all under the crown, as it were. And so, you know, while we're one government um, in practice, there are many, many data sharing agreements between um, different arms of government. And that can really slow up processes and um, and the, the bureaucracy that is uh needed um in terms of creating safe um and legal uh gateways for the data sharing but um definitely slows up um the 
implementation you know technology is yeah. never the kind of hold up of the problem mm-hmm. it's often the um you know uh, sundry and uh, aligning things that need to be set up that are the issue yeah that definitely resonates um so what do you think is next what are the big trends coming up in GovTech, and are any of those particularly exciting to you uh, i think to kind of uh, go back to the data uh, thing is it's definitely the biggest challenge that um government has to has to combat and solve um it's incredibly important not just for running better public services um but uh improving improving the lives of people um you know every day so um whether that's uh a, a kind of case in point from uh, recent times, if data sharing was um, more easily accessed between government departments, then things like test and trace would have been um, a lot easier to yeah. implement. Um, and, you know, we've obviously seen some of the uh, challenges that that's brought. Um, so, yeah, the, the right mechanisms for sharing data are going to be huge um, uh, and the impact uh, that they that enabling that um, in government would be um, absolutely um, well like game changing I suppose um, if there was that data on hand to make better policy decisions um, and to automate services and things like that that's got to be kind of where uh, gov tech focuses. Okay, um, so then last question. Um, so you've come to work with us at the PSC, which obviously I am personally very pumped about, and so the rest of us. Um, but why did you pick the PSC, and what are you looking forward to working on? So going back to how I ended up in public sector, but um, uh, I feel that sort of the um, the values and purpose of the PSC are aligned um, with my own want to improve public services and um, that's you know, the whole the whole point of the PSC and uh, its reason for existing so from that point of view it was kind of an easy decision um, uh, from working solely um, in central government and on a single product uh, the 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 excitement of working back in a kind of um, consultancy uh, means that I'll get exposure to other products um, and other services, which you know can only help um, to uh, improve um, my abilities as a product manager and hopefully, therefore, um, the services that I work on. Okay, sounds good. Looking forward to working with you. Um, yeah, then that's it. First. Midlands accent only podcast. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, it's like the the Brian Clough um, Derby. <laughs> you know, uh, Nottingham to Derby in in one in one go. Hundred percent.